Welcome to Your Financial Planet podcast with David Valliere and the Synergy Capital Solutions team. This is the show that brings you synergistic financial strategies to help you enjoy the fullness of today and empower your next generation. Join us for this journey to help you synergize your finances. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Your Financial Planet. I'm your host, David Valliere. And here we are in our 46th episode. Can't believe that already. And we are here today to talk about the market update, sort of close out 2021 and give some thoughts towards what we see ahead in the first quarter of 2022. So with that, let me welcome back Eric Nahat. Eric, welcome back to the show. Thank you very much. So Eric, let's just jump right into it. I'd love to talk about the economy and, and equities, fixed income today, but let's start with the economy. What what have we seen since we last spoke with you? Sounds good to me. So in 2020, we saw the largest drop in, in global GDP in modern history, and then the, the corresponding reopening bounce, and that was the strongest recovery in 50 years. Entering 2021, we expected that economic recovery to continue into expansion. We expected U.S. consumers with record levels of personal savings and, and tremendous pent-up demand to once again be the drivers of growth. And ultimately, we saw that. We saw a strong consumer. We saw unemployment rates fall and wage growth increase. So there were a lot of positives economically in 2021. The Recovery uh, this past year, I'd say, though, was quite uneven. Uh, we continue to be interrupted by COVID outbreaks, of course. Despite vaccines, we saw more COVID-related deaths this year than last. That consumer demand that we expected was sometimes so high that supply chains couldn't keep up. So uh, supply chain pressures and, and shocks persisted throughout the year. Uh, a big headline was inflation. That pace of inflation was surprising, and, and that was driven by a combination of demand and supply chain issues. Overall, though, it's fairly what we expected, which was a year of recovery and reopening. Okay. So lots of recovery, uh, lots of reopening, as you said, for 2021 and what we saw coming off of 2020. What's next for the economy? What are you looking around the corner into early stages of 22 and seeing? We see 2022 as a year that, that, that sees the wind down of the pandemic, or, or at the very least, a, a lessened impact on the economy from the pandemic, uh, a return to pre-COVID conditions and continued global recovery. From a COVID perspective, we have higher natural and, and vaccine-acquired immunity. Uh, we have significantly lower mortality. We have new treatments. As we move on from COVID, we expect strong growth in consumer and corporate spending. We also expect central bank policy to remain broadly accommodative despite Fed tapering and the probability of rate hikes now in 2022. We expect inflation to remain a theme. In uh, the New York Fed survey for consumer expectations, um, long, uh, long survey name there, inflation is now expected to be 6% next year, setting another record. Uh, however, it's clear that expectations for inflation are, are for inflation to slow in the future. And it's just a matter of how much faster it is now than, than before 2020. The, the Federal Reserve is attempting to reduce both money growth and in turn inflation via a reduction in bonds that they're purchasing, as well as drastically reducing the amount of money being printed over the past half year or so. Looking forward, supply chain dislocations could still be an issue well into next year. 
Overall, though, we see a mid-business cycle economy with less fiscal and monetary stimulus, which is an okay thing. Uh, that means the economy is getting back to normal, and uh, we expect to continue to see a, a shortage of labor. So given those conditions, we still expect economic growth. Uh, we expect it to be positive, but eventually slow down closer to the long-term uh, trend of roughly 2 to 3% that we saw before COVID. Okay, so let's bounce back to what happened here. And I want to just dive into stocks, equities, kind of a little back and forth, what happened, and, and then uh, maybe what we're talking about next or what we see around the corner. With equities, what did we see in 2021? Given that positive economic backdrop entering the year that, that I talked about, uh, we expected positive returns in equities. We were bullish on stocks entering 2021, especially within the US, and that's benefited portfolios. As of our recording here, which is December 15th, the S&P 500 is up over 20% so far this year. International returns have lagged uh, up in the mid-single digits for developed markets and down close to 5% in emerging markets. I came across a, an interesting data point earlier this week. If the S&P 500 maintains its double-digit total return for 2021, it will only be the, the sixth time since 1926 that has done so for three or more consecutive years. So we've had a really solid three-year stretch in domestic markets. A lot of that return this past year was due to reopenings, uh, and those reopenings boosted earnings far more than most expected. Valuations, uh, which were high as we entered the year and still are a bit stretched, benefited from earnings catching up. And then uh, in, in terms of our mindset throughout the past year, we've maintained that it's important to have a level of diversification and, and global exposure. Uh, for us, we've owned high quality stocks that can be an anchor during times of, of volatility, but also have opportunistic exposure to some of, more, uh, some of the more cyclical areas that are in recovery mode. Okay. So we've had this strong period of rebound. What's, a, what's next for equities? What do you see around the corner? Looking ahead, uh, we continue to see upside in markets, though we expect it to be more moderate than what we've seen the last number of years. Um, whenever uh, the stock market is trading uh, at or near all-time highs, corporate earnings typically need to grow to, to push valuations higher, which is what we expect. Uh, we expected to see corporate profits hit new record highs in 2021, uh, and that's played out this year. Now for, for 2022, we expect continued earnings growth in, in say, the, the mid to high single digits. We're big fundamental investors, uh, and we're seeing record corporate liquidity and strong fundamentals. Uh, that means businesses can continue to invest in capital, uh, refill inventory, uh, look to return funds to, to shareholders and, and participate in M&A, uh, all of which are good for equity returns. Overall, as the economy continues to return to normal, and with uh, consumers extremely healthy financially, uh, we remain overweight equities and portfolios. As always, diversification remains key. Uh, we want to have exposure to U.S. stocks and international stocks. For example, though we are more comfortable with the outlook for the U.S., valuations remain attractive for both uh, emerging market and developed market stocks. We want to have exposure to growth stocks and value stocks, as well as exposure to high-quality stocks with strong cash flows, competitive advantages, and uh, as well as recovery holdings. So areas such as uh, um, this year, we saw energy and financials and travel. Okay. So let's transition over to fixed income or bonds. I know there's a lot of interest rate sensitivity there. What did, what did we see uh, in 2021? And then let me take you to what we think is going to happen next here. That sounds good. So for this year, 
Though overweight equities versus fixed income, we continue to hold bond positions where appropriate as ballast or, or, or for safety in portfolios. Core fixed income struggled this year. If you purchased a 10-year treasury note at the end of 2020, uh, you would have experienced a, a negative total return. So those capital losses uh, offset any interest earned. Uh, in preparation for that, we've had our portfolios positioned with a much shorter duration or exposure to interest rate change, uh, which has helped them outperform it in the rising interest rate environment that we've seen. We've also added exposure to areas of the fixed income markets that may outperform in a rising rate environment. So uh, holdings such as floating rate, preferred stocks, income generating exchange traded funds, and, and active managers that can move quickly in, in this kind of environment. So uh, this past year, fixed income portfolios benefited from looking a, a little bit outside of that core fixed income to some other income generating securities. So we had to work a little bit harder at fixed income this year, sounds like. Um, talk, to, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about what you're seeing ahead. What's around the corner for fixed income? For 2022, real interest rates look to be too low uh, for an economy that's growing solidly and seeing accelerating inflation. The data is pointing to the fact that the U.S. is getting close to, to, to full employment, but we still have this emergency monetary policy. And we expect that monetary policy to lessen. Uh, once again, uh, in my opinion, that's a good thing. That means things are normalizing. Uh, it also means that we expect uh, rising rates over the next few years as the Fed tries not to fall further behind inflation. Given our expectation for rising rates, we'll continue to maintain that shorter average duration or uh, exposure to interest rate changes in portfolios. And we're also going to continue to look for, for areas of uh, alternative or enhanced income. So that's uh, high yield bonds, option strategies, and, and uh, holdings such as preferred stocks. Great. So wrap a bow on this for me. I know we, we covered a lot of ground talking about the economy, equities, fixed income tie this all together. And you've heard me say this before, but there's always going to be uncertainty when it comes to investing. We expect markets to be more of a grind at, at, at this midpoint of, of the business cycle. And it's important to remember that the markets are always forward-looking. You don't want to let your emotion cloud judgment. You want to focus on your long-term plan. We continue, uh, as we always have, to believe that timing the market's not a viable strategy and that, that you should abide by predetermined strategic asset allocation and, and rebalancing approaches. And as always, new cash assets should be integrated by dollar cost averaging or, or phasing in uh, to long-term market uh, long-term holdings over time. Great. One last question for you, Eric. I know that at Synergy, we've been talking a fair amount about a second look. Maybe talk to our listeners about what a second look might look like and how they can get a hold of us if they, if they need us to take a look at what's going on. Oftentimes, clients want to refer friends to take a, a second look. Essentially, it's a um, no obligation look at, at, at your finances. So that's not just purely your investments. Uh, we're, we're fortunate to be able to work with our clients on the planning side as well. But taking a, a no obligation look at, at what your financial standpoint looks like, um, not only now, but for the future. If interested uh, in that, please feel free to reach out at hello at synergycapitalsolutions.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And for listeners, as always, we appreciate you listening. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful holiday season. We look forward to a great new year ahead. And I'm your host, David Vallier, and we just thank you for being a part of our show and look forward to connecting with you again soon. 
Thank you for listening to Your Financial Planet, the Synergize Your Capital podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Synergy Capital Solutions is a financial planning and investment management firm registered with Hightower Securities, LLC, member FINRA and SIPC, and with Hightower Advisors, LLC, a registered investment advisor with the SEC. Securities are offered through Hightower Securities, LLC. Advisory services are offered through Hightower Advisors, LLC. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities. No investment process is free of risk, and there is no guarantee that the investment process or the investment opportunities referenced herein will be profitable. Past performance is not indicative of current or future performance and is not a guarantee. The investment opportunities referenced herein may not be suitable for all investors. All data and information referenced herein are from sources believed to be reliable. Any opinions, news, research, analysis, prices, or other information contained in this research is provided as general market commentary. It does not constitute investment advice. Synergy Capital Solutions and Hightower shall not in any way be liable for claims and make no expressed or implied representations or warranties as to the accuracy or completeness of the data or other information, or for statements or errors contained in or omissions from the obtained data and information referenced herein. The data and information are provided as of the date referenced. Such data and information are subject to change without notice. This podcast was created for informational purposes only. The opinions expressed are solely those of Synergy Capital Solutions and do not represent those of Hightower Advisors, LLC, or any of its affiliates. Hightower Advisors do not provide tax or legal advice. This material was not intended or written to be used or presented to any entity as tax advice or tax information. Tax laws vary based on the client's individual circumstances and can change at any time without notice. Clients are urged to consult their tax or legal advisors before establishing a retirement plan.